Hello, and welcome to Engage with Eagle Forum, a podcast to encourage the modern day woman in her vital role in shaping society. I'm one of your hosts, Tabitha Walter, the political director of Eagle Forum, and I'm joined by our executive director, Kirsten Hassler. Hi, everyone. Well, we've made it to the end of season one of Engage with Eagle Forum. After 46 episodes, we are taking a break for the holidays. This is our season finale, where we wrap up everything that we've done over the year and let you peek into our lives behind the scenes. So let's start from the very beginning. Tabitha, what were your thoughts going into this? Oh, it, it's certainly been one heck of a year. I mean, I think we, we all know that. And I think it's said enough. But um, we, of course, we never predicted what this year would look like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in January, when you and Glenn mentioned the podcast to me, I honestly thought it was just you and Glenn doing the podcasts and that I would just help out wherever I could. And in my mind, like I had never done a podcast before. And I was thinking there's no way I could talk long enough or talk about something like interesting enough to make a podcast worthwhile. And so, uh, and just a little backgrounder, I had come back to Eagle Forum after, I I had worked for Eagle Forum a little over two years. And then I took another job elsewhere for about six months. And then long story short, it was an awful fit for me. And I thought I had just wasted six months of my life by making a terrible move. It was like one of those things where it was like, um, God, did I, did I not hear you right? Um, did I just do this like out of my own flesh? But um, little did I know that the things I learned at that job would go hand in hand with this podcast. Um, so it wasn't a complete waste and actually extremely beneficial for this year. So, I mean, you know, like when you go through an awful season in life, you often tread into the next venture very carefully. And sometimes you bring some insecurities from that last season in with you. And that's where I was, but both you and Glenn were so encouraging to me every step of the way. And um, I remember Glenn texting me after an episode saying something like, you are such an amazing communicator. And that was something that I wanted to achieve but I felt like I wasn't quite reaching my potential yet. And so that really pushed me to keep going and help develop this passion in me for this podcast. So um, fast forward to today, and I'm not just talking with you on this podcast, but I'm also editing videos, creating memes, and managing social media pages and these are things that I thought I would never do in a million years I mean I didn't go to college for this I'm not trained in this by any means Um, but I've learned a lot and it's been such a creative outlet for me which has been great this year because there hasn't been like a lot of positive things throughout the year and so truthfully like it's something that I have been able to direct my energy into during a time that's exhausting and depressing. And, you know, if, if you listen to anything else, you would think the world was coming to an end, but um, it's been a, a light this year for me and I've, I've had so much fun doing it. So that was long winded, but those are my feelings on it. What about you, Kirsten? 
I'll talk a little bit about the idea behind our podcast. I don't know if we've ever really talked about that on the show, um, but you know, we, we've been brainstorming, I guess this, this past year, so it was about a year ago now, we were brainstorming ways to connect with a younger audience and, and people who may have never heard of Eagle Forum. Um, so we wanted a way to be able to communicate our mission and our vision for, for not only the country, but also for individuals. And we thought, well, what about a podcast? That'd be a great way to do that. Um, and so I don't think like looking back, I would have ever thought that we would actually record uh, 46 episodes. And then on top of that, about halfway in, maybe a little bit before the halfway mark, we started adding the YouTube video to it. And that was a whole nother aspect of it. Um, just a lot of behind the scenes in terms of the work that goes into creating a live episode. Um, so that, I think that has been really cool to come see that vision come into fruition. And we, we definitely have been able to, not only we talk about some fun things sometimes, you know, we had that Kardashian episode, which is really fun, but we've also gotten to talk about a lot of really heavy and important things like, you know, like race issues or um, gender ideology and the 1619 project. You know, these are, these are things that are not easy to talk about, but we've been able to talk about them. And I think in very, um, easily digestible ways. And that's been really, really um, rewarding for me. Mm -hmm. And so I hope that our episodes have really helped encourage our listeners, or you, our listeners, to understand the political landscape and then also feel comfortable enough to talk about it and maybe even to engage in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I I was just along for the ride at the beginning and now I'm like um, neck deep in engaged with Eagle Forum podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think we went in also not realizing just the amount of work that it, it takes, mm -hmm. but it's always fun, you know, and um, yeah. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of like we, as time has went on, we've, you know, looked into like what's the best technology to use or what you know is zoom good to use or is this microphone the best microphone we can get right now and we we still don't have like the grandest setup like right now <laughs> my laptop is literally on two boxes a shoe box and like a christmas box <laughs> and so um it's it's you know very amateur but that should be encouraging to anyone who's like thinking about doing a podcast mm -hmm. um it it can be as simple as you make it and um you know it, it can really be an outlet for you and so try it out like give it give it a try and and there are no expectations so uh, be encouraged in that you know we are at home we have kids um we I have two cats that run around like crazy and so we're, we're working around that and, you know, all the political news that's coming down endlessly. And so, um, so it's, you know, it's an adventure, to say the least. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about some of our episodes now. Of course, we don't have the time to go through every episode, although we love everyone, but we are going to highlight some of our favorites. And um, we are going to talk about some of the ones that just stuck with us. So first, Kirsten, what was the one that you learned the most from? I think going into the episode, 
in terms of all the research that we do to prepare for an interview that we have was definitely the one on the electoral college that we did with Trent England um, from the Safer States Coalition. You know, I think a lot of people, and myself included, I, I like knew what the electoral college was, but I didn't really have a very firm understanding of why it exists. Um, so that one has definitely stuck with me. You know, it, it has it served me well. Um, I've actually been in communication with Trent a few times since because I've seen some of the repercussions from 1619 Project, which is also another great episode, seep into the Electoral College. So for example, after the election, I saw this, uh, what is it called? Like an Instagram post of um, a graphic that said, the Electoral College is a remnant of slavery. And I was like, what? That's not right. But I'm so thankful that we had that episode so that I could really go back and listen to it and be like, okay, well, these are all the reasons why the Electoral College was created. It wasn't to advance slavery. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one that's really stuck with me. I really enjoyed that episode. But anyways, I just think, I think that episode has been a great resource for me. Um, and it really, it really actually did teach me something. So what about you, Tabitha? Yeah, so mine was probably episode 34 on mail-in voting with Hans von Spakovsky. Mm -hmm. And this was obviously a huge issue this year. Yeah. And, you know, I would venture to say, you know, seeing the long lines and, and how long people waited to vote in person, this could be an issue that both Republicans and Democrats agreed on this year, that it was much safer and much more dependable to vote in person than it was to mail in your ballot. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, so I have several meetings that I go to with Hans and he's just so intelligent on these issues and he speaks so well. And so I loved having him on. Um, he had so many facts and examples of way that, ways that people undermine our election process and make it untrustworthy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he, you know, he's actively trying to bridge that gap and, and make sure that people vote in a way that they can trust our electoral process. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, if you listen to the episode, if you weren't convinced to vote in person before this episode, it certainly changed your mind. Um, and as much as I did not want to stand in line for hours, uh, this episode really solidified that decision for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'd, I, I think I stand, stood in line for an hour to vote, which isn't bad. I've, yeah. I've heard, you know, worse stories, but, um, but, you know, a lot of people took pride in standing in line because we have that right. And as women, we didn't always have that right. And so mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people took their vote serious, the, seriously this year, and a lot of people voted for it the first time. So, um, so, you know, it was, a, it was a good year for that, that people use their voice and, they did it in a, a way that, you know, is more dependable than just sending their ballot through the mail. Unless you live in a state, of course, that forced you to mail in your ballot, unfortunately. But yeah. And I think like going into that episode when you and Glenn were going to record that, I don't think we were really even thinking about how relevant that issue would be. Yeah. You know, of course, COVID, you know, we were still thinking about COVID and, and that people would probably be mailing in more ballots than usual but I mean just just the whole the whole new cycle about it has completely you know made it a very very relevant issue mm -hmm. yeah and there's still an effort by Democrats to make it universal 
Mm-hmm. And so it's it's still not over just because this election is somewhat over. <laughs> you know, we're still waiting on some outcomes of that. But um, but just because we've already voted this year doesn't mean that this is this issue isn't going to end. So yeah. Um, so it's definitely an episode you can listen to over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of Kirsten, what episode could you listen to over and over again? Well, I really enjoyed our fertility awareness episodes that we did. Um, I learned a lot through those. I hope that they were educational for you as well, listeners. The other one that I really, really loved is uh, Challenging Pro-Life Culture with Roland Warren from CareNet. And I had actually, I, I think I said this in the podcast episode, I had the privilege of hearing Roland at a pregnancy center banquet a couple of years ago. And I was, we had to have him on, like he gives such a good talk about being pro abundant life. And just every time I hear that message, I'm just so reminded about the hope that there still is in the pro-life cause. You know, like, I think it's so easy to get frustrated because we can't even pass any bills, like with any sort of pro-life protections right now in the U.S. Congress and Senate. And that just sometimes feels so defeating. But we have so much opportunity to help influence an actual cultural change that, uh, you know, I felt help again. So that was a great episode. And I, and it's one that it it is just, it's filled with hope and positivity and um, action items for making that happen. Mm -hmm. That was uh, that was top of my list too. Mm-hmm. And, and to Roland, you guys didn't see the behind the scenes conversation, but he stuck around afterwards and had a really great conversation with us. And so, um, you know, he's just a, a genuine person who's really passionate about the pro-life issue. And it's, mm-hmm. it's good to see that. Yeah. What about you? Uh, mine would be episode 32, which is Neighboring During COVID with Matthew Gillette. Now, Matt is a good friend of mine, so I was super excited to have him on. So this has been an issue that I've been really passionate about for the last several years since I moved to the D.C. area. I live in Alexandria, Virginia, and my church is super involved in the community, and we're very much like an outward-looking congregation where we're always finding opportunities to help the community and not just in ways that we think of but in ways that they think of because it's important to meet them meet the needs that they have instead of what we conjure up ourselves and so we're having a lot of conversations in the community and and just you know being a part of the community and and it's it's a it's a very much a learning process um, all the time, but um, since COVID hit, it that it's been really hard to navigate those waters and figuring figuring out like how do I still cultivate a relationship with my neighbor? It, it's hard enough to cultivate relationships with your friends, your close friends, and your family that don't live with you, and so um, that's been a, a difficult journey this year for everyone. Um, and then in that same episode, we talked about how to talk to people who have different views than you. <laughs> and um, we know like the political landscape is just getting more and more divided. Mm-hmm. And like to the point where people are viewing you based on 
which party you subscribe to or which person you voted for, or if you consider yourself pro-life or pro-choice or, you know, there's so many labels now and information is so abundant. We're like telling all of our secrets on Facebook and social media now. And so everyone knows everything about everyone, um, it seems. So how do we have those conversations with people who are different than us? And that's, that's an episode that I can listen to over and over again because I need that reminder. And um, I think it, it's good to put things into perspective when I'm feeling um, like I'm not doing enough in my community or when I feel like you know, this person on my Facebook is just unbearable with their incessant memes or something. It's good to calm down and listen to how to reframe that and how God really sees us and how God originally created the neighborhood for us to thrive in. So we've tackled some really timely and important issues this season, like race, COVID, feminism, transgenderism, women's empowerment through fertility awareness, election outcomes, integrity, and education, just to name a few. So what was it like talking about these issues, Tabitha, for you? Well, me, me being someone who likes to see things from all sides, um, it, these conversations weren't always easy because it's almost like I'm outing myself as a conservative. <laughs> And I would tell anyone who asked uh, that I was a conservative or that, you know, or who I voted for. I think one person um, close to me asked who I voted for this year. And so, um, you know, it, it, it's hard for me because I, I, I like to welcome everyone in and I yeah. like having diverse friends and diversity of thought, people who can feel free to speak their mind around me. And so um, some of the issues were easy, like fertility awareness or like the Equal Rights Amendment. Those are things that I'm passionate about and I don't mind. Um, I, I feel like I know those well enough that I can speak it intelligently and, and clearly enough to where I'm not just, you know, blabbering on. But others were, were somewhat uncomfortable for me, like the transgenderism issue and race issues. And, you know, I'm still in the posture of learning about those issues. Um, and I understand that they're very sensitive. So I wanted to approach those issues with kindness and empathy, but also truth. And, and that's a hard line to walk these days. Um, sometimes it doesn't matter what you say, you're just, people are gonna view it as wrong. And um, you, you just have to live with that essentially. Um, and I've written on these issues a lot, like in our Capitol Hill update or through op-eds or something like that. And it's a lot easier to leave those feelings on paper and walk away than it is to discuss them. Because um, mm -hmm. then there's a lot more emotion behind that. And, um, but it, I, you know, I just kept remembering something that my mom always taught, taught me is that you should stand up for what is right, even if you're shaking in your boots. And 
there have been times where I've been super nervous to start a podcast because I wanted to get it right. Um, and I, and I understand like how important it is for people to hear this, uh, because people need encouragement. They need the words to talk about it well with others. Mm -hmm. And, um, we may look like we know exactly what we're talking about on these episodes, but I can guarantee you that we are also learning at the same time. You know, it takes a lot of research and crafting what we're going to say and what we're going to ask our guests who are on this show. And so um, we, we put a lot of thought. We, we make sure that we're crafting it well for our audience, but we also make sure that we're learning about these at the same time. So... But Kirsten is a lot smarter than me, so I'm sure it's easier for her. <laughs> That's so not true. You know, it's not true. No, I think uh, I think um, this has been a learning experience for both of us. And um, yeah, like what you said, it's not always easy, but it has been enjoyable and it's definitely been educational. Mm-hmm. All righty. So looking on to next season, which hopefully will air early 2021, which is just crazy that we are coming on to January. I mean, where does the year go? I know. What are you thinking we're going to tackle next year, Tabitha? So there's so many issues that I'm thinking about, and but I know like things will pop up that we didn't even plan for. So we have to leave, leave room for that. Um, some of it's a mystery, but I think we will continue the conversation about some of our most popular episodes because that tells us when when hundreds of people are viewing an episode that they want that information, and so we can continue that conversation. Um, but some of those issues uh, would be on transgenderism, yeah. fertility awareness, and then we also want to talk more about human trafficking. I, I think that's an issue that is continue continuing to crop up and um, becoming more in the spotlight. And so we want to make sure that that continues to be heard. Um, and we're already setting up some conversations with guests. So um, that'll be fun. And um, we also have this amazing achievement that we can't pass up with 14 new pro-life women joining Congress. So we are hoping that we can bring some of their voices to you and you can learn about some of those Congresswomen who are making a difference in the new Congress. So um, what else, what are you thinking, Kirsten? Well, I, I definitely think, you know, we, we, I'll be excited to learn what, if and when President Biden becomes president what his goals will be for his first 100 days in office. You know, usually that really sets up the next four years. Um, So, I mean, obviously I think that we could probably expect some sort of COVID relief if it continues to increase. Um, He's already mentioned that he'd like to pass the Equality Act. So we'll be bringing that back full circle again. Um, Of course, there's the, the always ongoing budget issues and then, you know, be interested to see if he does anything else related to, um, you know, paid family leave. I, I don't really know, but it would be really interested to see what his goals for the first 100 days are and we can go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I heard House Democrats are pressuring Biden to do some massive uh, student loan relief. 
And so as wonderful as that sounds for someone like me who has student loans, <laughs> um, there are major consequences for that. And so maybe that's something that we need to hone in on next year. Yeah. So wrapping up in the wrap up, <laughs> we can't end this podcast without thanking all of you. You are the reason this podcast exists and is still going. You are responsible for nearly 6,300 downloads and over 4,300 views on YouTube. Now, keep in mind, we didn't record by video for 19 episodes. That's so awesome. That's, yeah, it's awesome. You just blow, blow us away. We are so thankful for that. Um, and we just, we truly hope that you've learned something along the way with us during this year. And we cannot wait to start another season with you all. If we impacted you in any way, um, could you leave us a review and tell us, you know, what impacted you? And maybe uh, you're left hanging about something. Tell us that too. Like, what, what more information would you like to hear from us? We want all the things from you guys. We, we want your opinion and we want your voice in the mix too. So that would be the perfect Christmas gift for us. Um, but we hope that you have a happy Thanksgiving, a Merry Christmas, and a wonderful New Year. And this is the end of season one. From your house to the state house to the White House, this is Engage with Eagle Forum. <laughs>